Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. So thanks for coming back and continuing the series with me on getting back to basics. Today, we are looking into getting rid of debt. And this is, in fact, one of the best ways to reduce your overall expenses. But before we start, let's just do a bit of a recap, because some of the information that we've already been talking about, we will need in order to help us to get rid of debt. So in our first uh, part of the series, we talked about how to budget. And if you haven't done that, then I would really urge you to go back and do that lesson. Because if you are going to win the war on debt, learning to budget is absolutely invaluable. If you don't want to listen to the podcast, we also have online courses that you can do. Um, So please feel free to follow any of the links in the podcast as well. Anyway, learning to budget. From learning to budget, you will have discovered what you're spending, your ability to save, what your fixed expenses are, what your lifestyle expenses are. And then last week when we spoke, we looked at how to save money on our fixed expenses because many times we believe fixed expenses, you can't go anywhere with those. The mortgage is the price it is. The electricity is the price it is. Well, as we discovered last week, these things can be challenged and you can actually save money on your fixed expenses if you know how. So if you missed that one, go back and listen to last week's podcast. But of course, the best place to save money is on lifestyle and doing those things that we really can live without. So we don't necessarily always need takeaway. We don't need to spend money on uh, doing things that entertain us, going to the movies, going to the theatre, going bowling, going drinking, all of those things. We can, If we learn to do without those things for a period of time, we can use that money to be able to reduce debt. And reducing debt is one of the best ways to reduce your expenses because then it stops being a fixed expense and you have money available for the things you would really like to do or, and most importantly, for saving so that you can start to really turn your situation around. So if you are looking to save money, then then one of the best things you can do is reduce the amount of debt you're carrying. Once we know what we can save, and we will have learned that from doing our budget, we can then make a decision to use that money to be able to repay debt. So let's say, for instance, we've looked at our budget and we realize that if we were to spend less on takeaway, we won't have as many coffees out we're not going to go to the football every weekend or whatever, we might be able to save, let's say, we'll take a fictitious figure of $100 a week. 
Now, $100 a week is quite a lot to be able to use to repay your debt. And you will be already making payments towards that debt. So you add that $100 onto it. One of the best ways of doing this, I have found, is to make a list of your debts from the highest to the lowest. Some people also like to clarify, well, which debt is costing them the most? And we'll start with the highest cost of a debt. But from a um, mental um, encouraging point of view, if you like, I've always found that it's better to take the smallest debt and pay what you can save. So in this instance, the $100 a week, pay the $100 a week off the smallest debt along with your regular payment and keep your other payments going on your other debts. Pay that extra $100 a week off. And when that debt has gone, then you get to work on the next biggest debt. Now, of course, when you get rid of a debt, you then have the money that you were spending on that debt to put on the next one. So that $100 a week turns into maybe $120 a week or $130, depending on what you were spending on the other debt. And that sort of effect snowballs as we go along, because once you get rid of the first debt, then the second debt, then those two payments are going on to the third debt. So things start to speed up a little bit and you can actually move along quite quickly. Now, this podcast is not long enough to go into all the intricate details of paying down the debt, but hopefully I'm going to be able to help you see the possibilities. At least you can start thinking that you can reduce your debt and therefore you can reduce your expenses. So I also want to get you thinking about the fact of of when you are reducing your debt, please don't incur more debt. It is so easy nowadays to use schemes like Afterpay or Spend Now, Pay Later, those schemes that are around the place that allow you to have what you are wanting, not necessarily what you're needing, what you are wanting before you have the money. But then you enter into a credit situation where you are repaying debt on an item that you've already received and maybe already worn out by the time you pay it off. So really don't do that. Consider um, using some self-discipline. I know I hate the word, but this will really help you to be able to move forward and get rid of your debt so much quicker. Learn to really look at a purchase. Do I need it? Is this going to be a matter of, you know, saving me a lot of time or energy? Is it going to improve things? Is it going to help me be able to save more money? Is it going to help me to spend less? Um, And realistically, if it's just a want, don't do it. It really is not worth it. All it does is keep you in that debt incurring cycle. The other thing I want to talk to you about is in the event that you have overcommitted yourself with debt. So when you have looked at your budget and you realize, wow, with $25 here, $30 there, $50 there, I actually can't afford to pay for food every week. It may be that you have got to pick up the phone and talk to your creditors. Don't feel concerned or worried or overly anxious about this. There are rules in place that um, tell the creditors and explain to the creditors and us that uh, people should always speak kindly to one another. So there should be no aggressive talk coming from the creditor 
but so too there should be no anger and aggressive talk coming from you. So if you are concerned that you've overcommitted yourself, don't bury your head in the sand, pick up the phone and call your creditors. And you can ask to go onto some financial um, assistance program or a hardship program where you explain, I've overcommitted myself and I can't make these repayments. You can talk about how much money you've got available to repay your debt. Um, You can talk about how often you get paid. So if they're asking for weekly payments and you're just getting paid monthly, that's going to be too tricky for you to navigate. So you can say, I would like to pay, make my payments once a month. And they, I'm happy for them to come out on the 30th of every month. And you can say how much that is. And that's what you can work with. Now, of course, many times, Um, creditors have to deal with people just stringing them along and not paying back and trying to make um, creditors wait for their money. That's not the right thing to do because creditors have um, in good faith given you a product and you said that you would make payments on a regular basis. So you need to uphold your agreement. But if you are struggling, you have the right to negotiate that agreement. And so go into the negotiations with a real sense of wanting to um, have a solution that both you and your creditor are happy with. Don't go ahead and uh, agree to something that you absolutely cannot afford. So if the creditor comes back to you and says, okay, well, we're willing to accept $25 per week payments, you might need to say, well, wait a minute, I only have this available. So can we make that $5 a week, $10 a week, whatever it is that you can afford. And if weekly is the wrong frequency for you, then choose something like fortnightly. If you get paid fortnightly, can I make a fortnightly payment? Can I make a monthly payment? So whatever it is, make sure that you can keep to it because there's nothing worse than making a payment arrangement and then breaking it. The creditor loses confidence in the fact that they're going to get their money. So there should be no aggravated talk. I do understand that people get frustrated. If you find yourself getting frustrated, there's nothing wrong with saying, look, I'm going to hang up now because I'm getting very frustrated about all of this. I will ring back later and talk to somebody else. Please record the fact that I have called to try and come to a solution and then make sure you ring back. Or if you find that the person on the other end of the phone is being a little bit unreasonable or they're not understanding what you're saying, you can ask to speak to their manager or to speak to somebody else. There's nothing wrong with that either. So in both instances, you're trying to come to a resolution. The creditor wants their money and they want to know that you can afford to pay them their money. They're not allowed to get you to go into a commitment that you can't afford. Um, It's got to be something that you can afford. So in all instances, you should be able to talk reasonably and kindly with one another. And, And in some cases, you can ask if you can have a period of hardship where you can be relieved from paying no interest. There might be times when they have asked you if they can look at your budget and they realize you've actually got no money to repay this debt and they might give you a period of hardship where you don't need to make any payments. But if that's the case, make sure that you're doing your best that once that period of hardship is finished, that you can then get back into the swing of things and start to repay debt. So you're coming at a debt negotiation with your creditors wanting to find a solution and wanting to repay your debt. 
I will also recommend that you take notes and keep records. Usually their phone calls are recorded. You will hear that at the beginning of the conversation. You have to agree to it. And that's a really good idea because you're taking notes as well. Um, keep your notes in a, in a place where you can regularly access them. If you've got to go back onto the phone and renegotiate or update them on the situation. And you can say, no, on such and such a day, I spoke to and, and always ask for the person's name. Um, and this is what we agreed to so that they know and they can go and check their records if their records, their written records are wrong. It's good to note down the time of day, the date and the person you're talking to. And very often you can even ask for a receipt number at the end of the conversation so that they can easily identify the recorded message because it is attached to a receipt number. So don't be afraid to do that. So as you can see, there is always a way to get ahead of your debt, but it usually starts with you reducing your spending in order to find some extra money to be able to reduce debt. And in the long term, reducing your debt is the best thing that you can do, not only because it's going to release some money to for, for to allow you to be um, then able to save some money, but it's all going also going to help you to learn to be a little bit more disciplined in your spending and not spend as much to really uh, think about what you're spending and where your money's going and whether you do really need that item. And then it's going to show you once you have repaid your debt, and I'm not really talking about the mortgage right now, I'll say that in a minute, but just these smaller debts like credit card debts, smaller loans, uh, when you have repaid those, then you've got all of this extra income that you can then distribute. And I would strongly urge you to save an emergency fund first and then start saving and then really look at, would I like to spend a little bit more on lifestyle? Where am I going? What am I doing? What do I enjoy? What have I missed during this period of very intense saving? And really look at that. But we'll talk more about uh, that next next week. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. When it comes to things like your mortgage or a personal loan, they may take a little bit longer to reduce. And often you're on a very definite payment arrangement. But even in your uh, personal loans and mortgage, if you are going through a period of hardship where maybe you've lost your job, reduced your income, you can always pick up the phone and talk to those people. But again, you're looking to find a solution. You want to repay them their money. They have lent you the money in good faith and you want to be able to do the right thing. So always go into a negotiation space with that attitude. So I hope that has helped you and encouraged you to really look at the fact that we, yes, we incur debts as we go along, but let's change that way of living. It is usually quite normal to have a mortgage and even a car loan, but incurring debt with these smaller credit cards, uh, buy before you've actually got the money. So payday loans, um, spend the money, pay later, all those kind of schemes really should not feature in a person's um, financial portfolio, especially if you're looking to get ahead financially. So I hope I've helped you. If you've got any questions or concerns, please don't hesitate to ask. So we've been talking today about how to get rid of debt and we actually have an online course available that will teach you exactly that, how to get out of debt. You can go at your own pace, um, very reasonably priced. Go to the show notes below and follow the link and it will take you direct to the website concerning that um, course. 
and you'll be able to find other courses too there that would interest that may interest you as well we go into a lot more detail than we did today with regard to debt but we also have courses on how to write a budget how to write financial goals and lots of other things there too so hopefully that will help me move forward as always I will chat to you next week but if you've got any questions or concerns please contact me podcast at coachchris.com.au Oh, 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 oh,